Welcome back to yet another movie podcast. Evan and Drew are here with you for a great review today. Uh, but first, as always, Drew, how's it going? Mm. Yes, mm. I am. He's not as excited as I am, but I'm also, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't me- have liquid courage in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, before we get into the great review we have, uh, Drew, what have you seen lately? Um, I mean, I, I know I've watched other stuff, but the the one I just finished today, uh, I, I couldn't watch like last 20 minutes or so because my TV was broken, um, was uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. I love that movie too. It's so <laughs> great. I mean, it's Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr. Before, like, right around the time that Iron Man was just taking off. I think uh, Iron, I think Iron Man, if I remember correctly, Iron Man came out first. Yes, and, it the, did. and then Tropic Thunder not long after, but it, it was like I think it like uh, June or May. Iron Man was May, and then what? Uh, Tropic Thunder was maybe July, August. I don't remember, but it's right. It, it, it was it was right when everything kind of started going uphill for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, Jack Black. That's uh, funny. Jay Burchell. Jay Burchell, yeah. Nick yeah. Nolte. Um, Nick Nolte, I can't think of it now, but Al Pacino's name. Uh, I can't either. Um, Tom Cruise, Les Grossman. As, as yeah. Les Grossman. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Hader. Danny McBride. Danny McBride's character. That's the signal. Blow it. It's Mother um, Nature. Mother Nature just pissed her pants. Suit. Oh, was it suit? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. her pants suit. And her pants suit. Well, well, yeah. Um, anyone who doesn't know that movie, it's uh, them. Uh, it was actually directed by Ben Stiller. Yep. Um, I knew that. Oh yeah, I know. But it's like, anyway, um. It's those, but like the main characters that yeah, it just said Ben Stiller, um, Robert Downey Jr., Jack Black. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name now, but he I'll look, plays, I'll, a, he I'll, plays I'll, a rapper named Al Pacino. I'll look it up. And Jay Alpha Burchell. Alpha Chino because it's supposed to be a play on Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah, Alpha. Oh yeah, Alpha. Anyway, um, and Jay Anthony, Burchell's young character, hmm? Brandon T. Jackson. Brandon T. Jackson. Okay, that's the yeah, Francis Jackson. Yeah. Uh, they go ahead and they try and make a war movie based off of a book that the character that Nick Nolte plays has written about his supposed adventures during the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Steve Coogan's also the director, a fake director of the movie that never was you know made. He was. Um, do you do you know that he was Stan in Stan and Ollie? Yeah, yeah. I, I just always it's, I've only seen two movies with this guy. I'll be honest with you, unless I, there's something I'm thinking of. But it's Tropic seen, Thunder and Stan and Ollie. I've seen him in a couple things, but yeah, I, I think you've probably seen him in a few other things. But anyway. I, I might have. But when it comes have. when it comes to mind, when I think of him, it's Tropic Thunder and Stan and Ollie. Um, but anyway, no, they so yeah, so they try and go and make a war movie, and it's very much um, uh, at least a little bit of. Um, 
uh, Apocalypse Now in situa- in, the, in the fact that everything it, keeps going wrong. It's a satire. It's, it's, it's definitely a, it's, a satire. It's a satire of every everything Hollywood in a lot of ways. It's a satire of like uh, Ben Stiller is the character is the you know he plays the action hero that's washed up past his prime. Bruce. Uh, oh no, sorry. <laughs> I I think his name is Arnold something or other. I can't. Oh, remember. really? You're gonna go Arnold with it? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays like the method actor who goes way too deep into his roles. Daniel Day Lewis. Yes. Although, well, and, Daniel Day Lewis didn't try to do what Robert Downey Jr.'s character is trying to do. He he damn near did for Gangs New York. Oh. Well, well, that's not what I was going with. But... I know, I know, but, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but like he tried to do something serious to himself in a very serious don't, way. Don't, don't dis- I shouldn't disrespect Daniel Day Lewis like that because I really do like Daniel Day Lewis. Anyway, um, Jack Black's the car- the comedy actor who wants to try and turn into a serious role himself. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, uh, Jay Baruchel's the young, up and coming actor. Who, you know, that's a nobody. And um, Brancy Jackson's the rapper who wants who just got kind of signed on. Common. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Actually, <laughs> actually, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's actually yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, I and I like. I don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I like Common a lot, though. Too. I like Common. I like Jack. But I like all these guys. I was just. I was just making. For no. Yeah. No. It's, no. It, no. Yeah. It's, it's it's very accurate. Actually, yeah, it's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. They try to make a war movie, and everything goes wrong, and you. Get to see just uh, um, the bit. I mean, I'm not going to avoid it. I'm going to say the big thing is that Robert Downey Jr.'s character, who's a method actor, um, who <clears throat> is white and everything, and in this version, he's also an Australian with blonde hair and blue eyes, um, mm-hmm. decides to go uh, to go take a controversial surgery in China or something. Uh, and, ta- is it Taiwan or Vietnam? I don't think it was China, was it? Maybe uh, it was some. It was some um, <laughs> Asian country that would do the risky procedure, and he <laughs> does. The, he he darkens his skin so that he can look like the sergeant that's in the movie, Lincoln Osiris, who's black, who is who is a black sergeant, and he. <laughs> And he will not. He will also refuse to play uh, to break character until the DVD commentary. I don't break character to a DVD commentary. Mm-hmm. And Robert Downey Jr. actually kept his word, and he in the entire movie he 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 stays Os- uh, uh, Lincoln Osiris until the very end. He did. He did. You know what's funny about that? Just real quick side story, personal stuff. In college, I had a speech class, and yeah. I I one speech class I did. I can't remember what the topic was. I think it was informative was the topic, was the genre or whatever it was. And I did it mine on method acting. And I did my, the examples I used were Daniel Day-Lewis for everything he does <laughs> and Robert and Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder. Yes. I, I, I even like his interviews like before because like because they, they do it where they make it seem like uh, very much like the movie before the movie where they do like um they do fake trailers and everything they do, do yeah. like, behind the scenes for this tropic because th- well just uh, stuff that they th- do 
Like it, yes. it was it was trailers for the movies that their characters are supposedly in. Yes, outside of the war movie that they're making. Outside and, of the war movie they're making, yeah. And so like one of the interviews, like he he's just like, Oh, my job is no different than a plumber or, or this or that. You know, it's just that my you know, my tools have to be the human emotion. So like like mm-hmm. just like such a pretentious way of saying it that's just like well, it's, it's so out of touch of reality. Yeah, and it's funny because in the trailers it's like um, they're on like what Scorcher um, Seven or something like that. Something rate like almost like Fast and Furious is right now. Yeah, and then it's like Jack, of Six, I Jack think. Black is like doing the almost kind of Eddie Murphy or not Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yes, yeah. Eddie Murphy, yeah, because he's and, multiple, and, and Tyler, Lawrence, and Tyler the, the, Perry. He's doing the fat suit thing. He's doing the fat suit thing, and he's playing all these different like the same character. It's him, but he's playing all these different characters, and he's like all that, and then. Robert Downey Jr. is this dramatic, like, uh, and Tobey Maguire makes a cameo in the trailer. <laughs> and it, it's funny because when they're injured, like, it's just the these priests that are secretly in love with it, each other. Yes, yeah, it's very much the Oscar bait movie. Yeah, the Oscar bait movie. And it's like five time Academy Award winner Kirk Lazarus and Kids' Choice Awards for Best Kisser Tobey Maguire. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I like the fact that I'm, like just on personal note, like the fact that whenever one of us has had a few drinks, this movie comes up in quotes. Tropic Hunter, that. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, like just so much because there's so many quotable lines in it. I yeah, just I, I have that... the um the Blu-ray a director's cut edition and is even better than what the the just the regular cut is. I'll have to let you see. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen the director's cut? Uh, no, but I, 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 I've listened to the commentary, and it it's just funny because because like they did the commentary actually like the day of that they were doing um the red carpet for it, mm, and like and like so that's why so that's how like Ben Stiller and all of them were together was because like oh we still have to do press and everything, um, and Robert Downey is not breaking character as himself as Lincoln Osiris. Well, no, as Kirk Lazarus being Lincoln Osiris. I'm the dude playing, playing the, dude the dude disguised as another, another dude. dude. Yeah. And, like, until the very end, when he, when, like, he's, like, when the credits are rolling, he's like, oh, hey, guys, where, where, where have you guys been? Yeah. And, like, he just, like, plays Robert Downey Jr. at the very end. He's like, all right, well, I gotta make uh, make this movie. He he did talk about his role of doing, with you know, with the blackface on the, uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast. And he's yeah. once that for anyone who f- would feel offended by it, that is the point of the joke is that he's so out of touch and so full of himself and so f- into the method that he doesn't uh, understand how terrible it is that he thinks it's okay to darken his own pigment mm-hmm. to play a character like Lincoln Osiris and to, to put on the voice, the face, and everything to show. And Al Pacino, Brandon T. Jackson's character, has an issue with it in the movie. His oh, character yes, he, has he, a big issue. Yes, with it. he is. Yes, yes, he he is the voice of like a, a, like every African American movie. Like he's like, like no, like you're the idiot. Like he, like, like like at one point it's like it's like like because he still refuses to break character, and he's like, I'm sorry, man. You know, I I don't be offended or anything. He's like, okay, I still don't understand why you make why you doing the accent. And why are well, you talking then, like that? Well, then, <laughs> and even in the scene where they're trying to get the map away from Ben Stiller, and he takes the map, I, I can't remember what Ben Stiller exactly says to him. He goes, "Oh, you people don't know what you're doing." And, 
and, and Robert, <laughs> Robert's immediately like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you, what do you mean, mean yeah, you, you, people. you people? And Alpha's like, what do you mean, you, what do you mean, people? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that movie is fantastic. I know it's getting a lot of, or was, well, I don't know how much it is anymore, I'll be honest with you, but it's it got some heat for Robert and it, yeah because you... the because the generation after that movie figured out that this movie existed and they didn't want to understand the context of it at all yeah that and... this wasn't that this wasn't a show of trying to be insensitive this was actually being satire on being insensitive right right and actually just the, I'm sorry throwing off but I was listening to the I, we were just before we were talking we were talking about Rogan and how Dave Chappelle was on Joe Joe Rogan show and. Chappelle was talking a lot. Context is very much missed in a lot of people's anger. He goes, if context was put into a lot of it, you'd understand why. He goes, maybe people wouldn't be so angry. He said it a little bit more eloquently than I did, but that was the gist. Because they were talking about how they me too Gandhi or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, yeah, we're not going to get into everything here, but just no. Really... No, it, it, it's a. The director's cut actually amplifies it. Get, the director's cut really shows more of Jack Black's character, um, and other characters. It's very good. I, I love the movie. It's so funny, um, and it's funny for reasons that, um, like you said, it's a satire on how Hollywood just so unlike Kirk Lazarus, Robert Downey's character, thinks it's okay to go do what he did. And it's funny because how outrageous and how out of touch he is with society that he thinks it's okay. And that's why it's funny. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the whole movie goes wrong right, right off the bat. I mean, it's wrong, right? Yeah, oh, immediately. And then, well, and then also they try and do a guerrilla style found footage film out of it. And then immediately, um, Steve Coogan's character dies. Uh, the director oh, that's, immediately that is one of my him. favorite parts. That is one of my favorite parts when he stepped like he gives this all outrageous speech of inspiration, saying uh, he's God at this point. He's like, I am God, and I will d- secretly record all this stuff. Immediately steps on the spoiler. He steps on the landmine, blows up, and Ben Stiller's all like, Yeah, all right, let's go, guys. And he's like, Let's lead the way. And he starts lead the way and. Robert Downey Jr. comes up. He goes, "This motherfucker's dead." <laughs> like, uh, you gotta get it right. Hey, assholes. <laughs> yeah, hey, assholes. This motherfucker's, dead. this motherfucker's dead. And Ben picks up the head. And he goes, "See, ah." He like starts eating the blood out of it, and like the, he's, uh, he's, the he's Vietnamese. Like, see, he's like, "See, j- j- just corn syrup." And he, he goes, yeah, and he's, like d- dips his fingers into the inside that guts of the head. Yeah, and he puts it to his mouth. He's like, "See, blood." Tasting corn syrup, that's yeah, warm. But then, like, the, the the Viet Cong or whatever, they're, or they're in the forest and they're watching it. So they're like, "Oh my god, they have no fear for death." Oh yeah, the, the, they think what they think it would be Viet Cong is it is actually just um, heroin. Dealers. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, Black Dragon, that they're called. Black Dragon, yeah. Um, and flaming dragon. Main... It's flaming dragon. Oh, flaming dragon. Yeah, it's flaming, flaming dragon. dragon. Black Dragon's another part of this episode. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh god, never mind. <laughs> um, because yeah, um, Flaming Dragon is important because to, uh, this, this is Plus Grossman. Who is this? This yes. is Flaming Dragon. This is Tom, This is my favorite Tom Cruise role. 
Oh, absolutely, because he's not trying he, to be he, Tom Cruise. He's, he's trying that he's not trying to be a movie star. Yeah. I don't know how they sold it this to him because like he sold he, it. No, if you've ever read it, he he's like it was all everything about Lex Roseman is a lot of Tom Cruise's idea. Oh, really? Yeah, he's well, the one. That, he's remember, the one that wanted the big meaty hands and the hairy hands, and it was his idea to put on the bald cap. A lot of Lex Grossman, why he looks the way he does, is because of Tom Cruise's idea. And like I, I like the fact that yeah, he just goes for it with this with this role. Like he's like he's like say he's not trying to be Tom Cruise, not trying you know, because every because most Tom Cruise movies he's trying to be Tom Cruise playing whatever character it is. Yeah, this is just Les Grossman, Hollywood me- mogul. Yeah, yeah. No, Tom Cruise is great in the movie too. He's just as funny. Oh, Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey is in this too as uh, Ben Stiller's yep. agent. Yeah. And I I love it because like the a whole th- the whole theme with him is that um uh one of, one of the big issues is that Ben Stiller's character when they're trying to shoot the movie does not have TiVo in his yeah. luxury suite that he's staying in. He's getting massages and everything else, and like he's like he's, and like Matthew Connery's character is like outraged at the idea that, like that he has a TiVo and everything, and. By the He's, end of the movie, yeah, like you see that, like that they they're trying they're escaping this camp of, of heroin, uh, you know, manufacturers like AK 47s are firing at them. They're I was helicopter wrong. to fly off. Uh, it, everything's going wrong. They've survived explosions and everything, and then out of nowhere, completely out of nowhere, <laughs> his character runs in to the scene in the jungle. Like dirty, covered in mud, in mud and everything, with a t- yeah. box with a TiVo box, going. I got the TiVo. My friend wants a TiVo. He gets, he gets a TiVo. Stops, stops an RPG in midair with a TiVo, and then runs and whoops, like like goes like whoa yeah, and then just hightails it out of the scene, never be seen again. I, I, what I love about it though is that like Ben Stiller is the character, the only one. Other than the audience that's aware of the situation, everyone else on that helicopter that is confused up is going, "What the hell is happening?" Deadly confused. Who is this man that just ran out of the jungle with a TiVo and threw it at us? We we do see Matthew McConaughey again because in the end credits they show him back on the jet, all dirty and everything. Yeah, Yeah, he survived. And then, like you know, they're going through like all Ben Stiller. Like when they do the end credits of the people. They like the the Ben Stiller pops up with his name, and then Jack Black, a scene from the movie, shows up his name. So it goes to Matthew McConaughey, goes with him, Matthew McConaughey, his name, and then it goes to his son that he doesn't like, and uh, it just shows a picture of the son but doesn't give a name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like no, because yeah, because Ben Stiller's character wants uh, kids is, is lonely. He yeah, doesn't have really anyone. He, he's kind of looking to adopt a, a kid. And so, and like Matthew Connie early on, he, like when they're having a talk, a phone, like a phone conversation, he's like, mm-hmm. "Well, at least you get to pick yours. I'm stuck with mine." He yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of him and his yeah, it's back to his son. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm sad." <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that movie's great. I'm gonna watch, probably watch it after this now. Holy! <laughs> it's it, it's so funny. It's so funny. It um, really one is. One of the favorite parts of because like, um. Because the movie starts with like the actual movie, movie within the movie scene of like them in quote unquote Vietnam, 
doing this whole moment of like rescuing Ben Stiller's character and stuff and like no I think they're, they're I don't think they were trying to rescue him they were just trying to re- they were retreating and then they're like then they kind of forgot about him and they're like wait where I don't remember his name but they're uh, like where leaf. where is he four well, leaf was that but his it was his real name four leaf was just what they called him yeah um anyway no they but it was, so like they have like it's big flashy it's Hollywood production and everything like. Robert Downey Jr.'s character at one point shoots a a a, 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 Viet Cong, a Viet soldier like with his pistol, beat with his hand behind his back, going peekaboo. I see you in slow mo. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, pure yeah. just movie. And then the ending scene is just pretty much a live like a live reaction version, like like remade version of that, where like they're trying to escape the heroin dealers, but like every scene pretty much is the same. Hmm. Like yeah. one of my favorite parts is like because uh in the movie within the movie, <laughs> uh, uh Robert Jr. is like cover me, and you know they're all you know pretending to shoot and stuff, and then they go at the very end of the movie and he goes cover me, and like Jay Burchell's character is like how do we cover him? We don't have with guns. what? Yeah, <laughs> like, with what? We don't. It's like uh, my favorite is uh, half squat. You know, he a little kid that he tries. To, he's a, he's ben Stiller gets kidnapped by the heroin dealers. And yeah. But and so they want him to reenact a very offensive movie called Simple Jack uh, throughout oh. the movie. That's what's that movie? Uh, the one that Sia just did. Music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, music. yeah. It's music. And yeah, it's very close to it. And um, so, and like it turns out that Flaming Dragon, the heroin manufacturer, the only people in the world that like Simple Jack, the movie. And so they want him to like reenact it and stuff over and over again. And this little boy comes into Ben Stiller's hut that he's staying in. And Ben Stiller is going crazy slowly with Stockholm Syndrome and starts thinking that this Wait, kid should on. be one, his son. What, one second. Keep keep explaining that. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And he's, so he's going crazy. And he decides to adopt this child. Um. And so by the end of the movie, they're running and they're running away from the heroin dealers and stuff. And the last second, Ben Stiller's character decides he's going to go and grab his son, quote unquote. You know, it's my son. We'll be okay and everything. <laughs> within five minutes, like, within five seconds later, he comes running back across this bridge that's wired to that they've wired to explode. And he's like, "I was wrong. I was wrong." And you see the kid on his back. Stand the kid stabbing him over and over again with this little knife in his shoulders. Like I was wrong, and he's like trying to get the kid off him, and he he chucks the kid to, over into the riverbanks. Like blow the fucking bridge. Are <laughs> uh, oh, you done explaining? Yeah, it was uh, about uh, when he goes blow the bridge, blow the oh bridge. man, that was my it's one of my favorite parts. Oh man, he chucks the kid. Chucks it. No, it's the funny part. He's like, I have a son now. I'm gonna go. I got this. I got this. He goes running away. Okay, go. He's staying. What do you mean he's staying? He's staying. <laughs> he's also, gone. He's gone too deep. Yeah, he's gone too deep. All of a sudden, you hear his blow, this gunfire and everything. I was wrong. And half squat stabbing him in the shoulder and everything. I was wrong. Blow the bridge. Yeah, so funny. All right, <laughs> have you? <clears throat> I don't want to make this a whole Tropic Thunder one. What, no. Have you seen? Have you seen anything else? Not nothing uh, of yeah, no, yeah, no, nothing of importance. I don't think. 
I haven't either. Honestly, I didn't watch anything. I've been watching a lot of other shows. I was stuck on Invincible. What a great show. I know this isn't a TV show, but podcast, but Invincible's good. Um, yeah, no, I haven't really watched anything. Honestly, I'm sad to say, but I think the last movie I watched is this garbage. Sorry. Is this last movie that we <laughs> that we're about to talk about? Come on, now we want to give them something to, to you know build up some suspense to our opinion of this. Well, in that case, here's your suspense. <laughs> God, let's, let, let's get into Mortal Kombat here because this movie is dog shit. I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, what way to break the ice on this review? <laughs> it's the old one. The first sentence. <laughs> this movie's dog shit. <laughs> Proceed. I mean, so here. Oh boy, here's the thing. I me well I have Drew's watched the clips on YouTube. I've played the games for quite some time, and um, because for anyone who doesn't know, Mortal Kombat's based the movies that came out is based off a video game. And um, fun fact, actually, well, I'll get back to that later. Uh, I'm not gonna mention that. Um, so the the last few game last two or three games the story has been fantastic in Mortal Kombat and it's such a simple story and it, it's, it, it, it is and it isn't for the, well okay for the move for the setup that they're doing for this movie let me take that back the setup they're doing is a very simple story characters are brought together for this tournament that either they're doing it for, you know, they're, they're usually they're chosen. I think Raiden was, would choose some and then um, Shang-Chi, or no, not Shang-Chi. Shang, Chi. Shang, um, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. They pick their fighters to win this tournament for El- yes. Earthrealm or Cause, the. Um, yes, because, yeah, the whole set, yeah. yeah, the whole set, yeah, they're going through um, Moral Combat. The idea is that there are multiple realms, so they're right. different versions of pretty much universes. And the one realm wants to take over Earth realm, um, so the compromise was made that they would hold this fighting tournament, and it's best out of ten, or no, not best out, but like uh, if they win all ten tournaments, the one realm gets to claim the other. They're at nine wins, um, Outworld. That's the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're at nine wins. They want. They only have to take one more in order to take over the world. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so the movie—that's what the movie's. That's what the trailer wants you to believe. This movie is. And if you're not familiar with the game, if you're familiar with the game, you know exactly what we're talking about. If you're not, sorry, but it. This is kind of what the whole setup is, and uh, the main. Oh, it's been a long time since I've played the first game. Is the main character in it Johnny or is it um, Liu Kang? It's Liu Kang. The main character in all the games, it should be Liu Kang. Yeah, I know, but sometimes they veer away. Especially with the last few, they've veered away from... Liu Kang's still very important, but it's more like 
you know, Johnny's been more involved, and mm-hmm. his, now his daughter and, Cassie and, and, Cage. Yeah, I know and all you're about, but yeah, but in the first, yes, in the first, well, oh yeah, Luke Cage's the champion in the game. Yes, because yes, because yeah, yeah, because in the first game it's supposed to be that he wins uh, the tournament, and then the right. second one happens, and the third one happens, and then they kind of get muddied because the game stopped. You know, the quality went kind of a little bit down. Right. Well, in this one, Liu Kang is definitely not the main character. No, he is a he's a secondary character through and through. I don't understand it. It's I, so I, bizarre. I really this don't. This movie is either. just bizarre. It really um, is. I mean, this movie, um, what I just said was set up. This movie instead to, um, first starts off with um, the origins of the two characters that pretty much everyone in the world should know Scorpion and Sub Zero. Right. Um, the idea is that in like the 17th century in China, um, uh, Sub Zero, who is part of a ninja <laughs> clan, and. and um, Scorpion, who's part of another, who's part of a rival ninja clan, um, Sub Zero invades their land and kills all of them, including Scorpion's wife and child. Mm-hmm. And he also kills Scorpion. Um, but well, yeah. But Scorpion goes to hell, and stuff happens. That whole story. Well, no, <laughs> he's. Uh, I can't remember Scorpion's real name. Uh, Hans is okay. He's not even Scorpion in this at this point in the opening. Yes, he yes he's yeah. still he's still called Hanzo Hisashi because that's yeah. his actual name. Real and then just real quick, this we're gonna spoil this movie. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's the opening of it, and then the yeah, because the idea is that uh, there's a prophecy that was never explained in actual depth that no one actually knows. <laughs> Like there's a prophecy that no one actually says who it was by. Oh no. Or any detail really. Um, that someone in Hisashi's bloodline would I don't even know what. What would they do? Save the world? No, I I don't even know. I think it was just supposed to be like that they no, would I win think, more I, combat. I think I think the birth I think the birthmark is what came what kinda was the thing. The birthmark's the thing, but anyway, no, but it, there was a prophecy that Hanzo Hisashi's um, descendant would do this X. That's the part of the story. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's supposed to be to win the... Uh, may win the tournament. More, may win the tournament, which, but well, we'll get to that. Anyway, and so, but um, we follow, we skip ahead to an MMA fighter who is down on his luck. As uh, he should be. <laughs> named Cole, who is the most boring... Uh, the player in the, in the game, like he is the character that he made fun. white bread look interesting. Mm-hmm. He yes, yes. He, I, I don't even know what I mean. the the movie forgets about him sometimes. Yes, it does. The it, movie forgets it, that he's the, there. Yes, because like he, because like so many of these characters are based on the characters in the game, and the thing is that the like. A lot of their designs are very stunning, like they're very interesting. And then you have the character who is much more of a movie character, who is just in black pants and shirtless half the time, or in like a tank top. Yeah, like it, it's it's boring. It's not interesting. He's he's most uninteresting background of being an MMA fighter who is down on his luck with his family. 
he he's supposed to be the main character, but he almost feels like a supporting because the like I said, the movie forgets he's there. At some point, it does. Yeah, at some he's just so goddamn boring, and he's not funny. He's flat as a board. It's just this, and his uh, power is stupid. Yes, it is. But it's, we'll get to that anyway. So they, um, the big part of how they uh, in this version of the uh, story because it's not it veers off in the game quite a bit. Um, yeah, this version it's that the fighters are are born with this birthmark, or you can also earn it. Apparently, yeah, you can apparently uh, if you kill the person with the birthmark. You get that birthmark on you somehow by magic, yeah, right? Um, so Cole has it was born with the birthmark, and uh-huh. it's very unique and everything. And um, the character Jax uh, tracks him down. Mm-hmm. Jackson Br- Jackson Briggs Jackson Briggs Jax, yeah. um, gotcha guy. Anyway, he um he tracks him down. What? Nothing. And he tracks him down, and he, um, and he tries to recruit him pretty much because the re- they, he's done him and Sonya Blade, who does not have a birthmark for some reason in this version yet, um, have dis- have figured out what Mortal Kombat is because no one really knows for sure. There's legends, there's stories, but they've done all this research and they figured out that, that like this birthmark is a symbol of this and that. And that Cole is one of these fighters, and so is Jackson Briggs. And they're also trying to oh, get did he, through him before did he, because Sub Zero um, is still alive somehow after all these centuries. And he has the power of ice, and he's freezing and killing anyone with the birthmark. Did ja- Jackson Briggs have the birthmark? Yes. Oh, okay. I missed that. Yes, because that's, so, yeah, that's how they knew That's how you would trust him, was that he's like, that's a cool oh, birthmark there, and he shows oh, him his. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, no, uh, it hit me now. Okay, got it. Anyway, and so they try and let's see. I'm trying to remember this now. It's a little foggy. <laughs> well, better. Well, in context, here's the thing: how we watch this movie. Is Zoom. Through, no, we're on Discord. Oh yeah, don't, Discord. Don't disrespect Discord like that. We were on Discord with our other friends. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, Drew's like, why is this? I'm like, what are you watching? He goes, Mortal Kombat. I'm like, you're watching it? He goes, yeah. I'm like, oh, screw that. I'm going to watch it, too. So we watched it. And <laughs> our other and- friends who wanted to watch it, we just commentated on the movie. So, like, Drew was a little bit ahead, and he would say something. And I'd get there. I'm like, oh. So we kind of signed he was, I think he was like, you had, like, 30 minutes on me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah about. It's like, yeah. It, it's like, it pretty much would be, like, Almost, it would be such a delay reaction because it'd be like, because I'd be like, oh, that's just fucking stupid. And then out of nowhere, like, ha- like about a half hour later, he, like, we're talking, all of a sudden he cuts in, like, that was so goddamn stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, you, oh, you, you got to that part. Yeah. So, like, our other friends were like, well, I don't, I think Brad actually was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it now. And Castic was like, I kind of want to watch it now just because I think it'd be funny. It's <laughs> because of your reactions. Um, but yeah, they decide that yeah, Sub Zero is after anyone with a birthmark to try and stop them from being able to compete in Mortal Kombat. So the tournament doesn't happen pretty much, um, or that happens and they're you know they're outnumbered and whatnot. Um, so they go to like their safe 
uh, space that they have. I mean, it's it was, not, no, I, it was uh, Raiden's temple. No, 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 no. Before that, they go to a junkyard, right? That was uh, Sonya Blade's house. Sonya Blade's house trailer. That trailer, she lives right? in. yeah, she lives in. Um, and they, because Sub Zero attacks Cole and his family, Jacks, um, uh, distracts him. Sorry. And uh, he loses arms along the way. Sub Zero just freezes him and destroys him. Yeah. This movie does hold up to the violence of the games. It does. No, it absolutely does. And so, <laughs> for some reason, there's also another character that I was very surprised to see in this part uh, called Kano, who is a black dragon. That's the that's the secret organization he's part of, criminal, mm-hmm. underworld person. Um, and it, it it's bizarre to see him trying to, to see them try and play him off as a anti-hero. Oh, yeah, kind of like yeah, I guess. Like he's not. Um. Good, no. Um, but yeah, this is a it was a weird choice because they almost try to play him in this where like, where he almost wants to try and play the winning side. He's not necessarily good. He's not necessarily bad, but he'll, he'll go with where he thinks the money or the winning side is, which that is true to the character in the stories in the game. Yeah, but still, very odd to see him first. Fighting for humans because he never has in the games. Mm-hmm. He's all like since the first game, he's always been part of the bad guys, right? Um, and so they get attacked by a disgusting version of this character that's also in the games called Reptile. Mm-hmm. Who, if anyone play the games, they know that he looks like the ninjas, like Scorpion and Sub Zero. Um, in this one, he is a giant reptile. He looks like a Kamo dragon that grew a little bit well, bigger. Well, he he was looked like the ninjas, but he slow as the games went on, he slowly became this actual reptile. He became much more. Yeah, he, the character developed into being actual more reptile with stuff and whatever. But this one, they went full blown that he looks like a mixture of a Komodo dragon and an iguana that just grew to you know bigger than a man. Right. Um, it's bizarre. Uh, I don't even know. It it this it almost seemed like this movie just. Go ahead, finish your synopsis, and then we'll we'll get to the, what we think. God, this is so long. You're you're making it longer than it needs to be. Okay, no, okay, okay. I'll, I'll try and speed up. Um, after that, they go ahead and they try and get to Rain's temple. The Rain is the guy with the straw hat, lightning. They meet Liu Kang, who is the main character of the first game. They meet uh, Kung uh, Kung Lao, who is uh, one of the characters in the second game. They try and fight and train to play to be in World Combat Tournament. Uh, they actually named the super moves Arcana. In this movie, for some reason, oh, 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 I can't wait to get to that. And then uh, stuff happens. They figure out their arcana, kind of. Um, Jax survives losing his arms, and he has chicken uh, wire. 
uh, <laughs> to replace his his limbs. And um, they get attacked by Shang Tsung at the temple. Um, stuff happens there. Uh, Goro appears, the four-armed guy. Anyone who's at least familiar with the games. Um, bunch of fight scenes. Bunch of fight scenes. Uh, fire, laugh fire. Um, Sub Zero and Scorpion come back and they fight. That's about the highlight. And then the movie ends with Johnny Cage going to be in the second one. A poster. Uh huh. We don't even get Johnny Cage. We get a poster. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's go to the Arcana thing real quick <laughs> because <laughs> God, was it just dumb? Because for some reason, and the game does this. The game, like technology, is a thing. A lot of it for Sonya as well. Mm-hmm. And Jax. And Jax and and, uh, and Kano and Kano, yeah. So in this one, the Arcana is supposed to be like their they, how they get their powers and makes it sound you know how they get more powerful. And you know he mentioned Jackson Briggs. I'll go down the line of how stupid they are. So Jackson Briggs got this like chicken wire like arms that look so terrible, so terrible. And his Arcana that he gets his power, he unlocks it, is that all of a sudden the arms become bigger and they actually don't look that bad. No, the, no, the actual they actual arms look, look fine. The actual arms look fine. It's just it's how just he got that, the arms. It's just that he gets magic metal arms by believing in himself. Yeah. And then then Sonya gets these almost like Johnny Cage like powers, but it's her powers that like technology would have just kind of done anyway, which is a lot of what Sonya Blade's character is. Because like, because the um, because Jackson Briggs and Sonya Blade are supposed to be special forces, kind of like almost U.S. military. Yeah, and that's what Sonya Blade is anyway, and so is Jax. Yeah. Well, they because they don't say the U.S. military; they just say special forces, which is right. kind of just a, a generic version of just saying you know military. Right, 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 right. And then the worst one of them all is Kano. Oh because, my god! Because someone I, it, someone won't pass him an egg roll. Kung Lao won't pass him an egg roll because after they're done doing their training montage, and. <sighs> He gets mad. He gets stands up at the table. Keeps yelling, and somehow he becomes an X Men. So the laser, he can just shoot. For anyone who doesn't know the, the character Kano, Kano has a cyber cybernetic uh, like side of his face. Like it, it, it's kind of like an eye patch, but like it's 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 a robotic one. And in, in this one, apparently his Arcana. Is he can shoot a laser from his eye, which Kano can do in the game, be- but it's because be- only because he has a metal eye, right? And in this one, it's just his, yeah. In this one, it's just his freaking eye that can shoot a laser. And they, but they still make it sound robotic. Yeah, they still make it sound like it's technology. It was just so weird, like the sound effects and stuff, like just a little thud when he gets hit in the head, like a metal thunk. Yeah. It's not great. I also don't think the character of Raiden, or at least the actor, was any good. I that no. Was, I thought Raiden was pretty weak. Raiden's just... weak and I'm quite honestly just a, a, a little bit insensitive, I feel like. Yeah. Like, he, he is what they could have done with 
um, Marvel's The Ancient One, where, where, like, the idea of The Ancient One in Doctor Strange universe, like, it's Tilda Swinton in the movie. Mm-hmm. And in reality, in, like, the comics and stuff, it's supposed to be a, a, an elderly Eastern Asian man. And, this, and, like, they could have gone really bad with it and really insensitive, and they avoided that. And this well, one, they went full steam into, uh, you know, uh, just that and like he's he's barely present he doesn't really exist much you see him maybe what three scenes he doesn't talk much either the movie kind of forgets about raiden too yes it does the movie got, definitely forgets about raiden and then what was the other quip i had? there was a lot of fucking clips i had with this um cole's arcana is a metal-ish human yeah, bone suit I don't, that he I don't forms really understand they don't really he's... explain like is it metal is it human Ma- it's magic somehow, well, which thing, okay. It would turn red when he like hit. It really, it, 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 really absorbed, sp- it, it kind of absorbed energy. It was almost like a Black Panther armor. Yeah, you know, every, every time Black Panther would it, yeah, hit, it but, absorbed yeah. kinetic energy. Yeah, yeah. But then this, he also can form tonfas out of it and stuff, and. Uh... Goro got disrespected in this movie. Yeah, I don't understand how the weakest member of the of the humans like team fights Goro in the human world. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Because because um, the reality is that Cole, the main the main character, quote unquote, can't get his Arcana by the end of their training montage. He leaves. He, he leaves. leaves to, whole, yeah, he leaves. He leaves to go visit his family instead, and then uh, Shang Tsung. Uh, sends his attack and he sends Goro to go attack Cole and his family and it it just it doesn't make sense because he's the weakest character I get that he's the main character but also like on any level of just trying to make sense of these characters reasoning it, <laughs> this movie there's points that, I can't remember what part it was where there was a point where I had to pause the movie and just laugh hysterically. That was because... a few for me. What, what was it? There was a few for me. The, the, like the, the Kano getting his eye laser for the first I, time. No, I didn't laugh at that. There was one where I really just started laughing because it was so bad. The other thing this movie does, and I'll, I'll talk about this real quick. Um, when they fight, they kind of do their um, fatalities. You know, I don't know if you people people don't play the game. There's a way you could like when you beat somebody, they kind of stand there for a second. You gotta do this move real quick so you can unlock the fatality. And it's supposed to be this really brutal way of them destroying or like tearing apart this other character you're playing as. So that would happen in the movie, which was fine. And it was kind of I didn't have a huge issue with it, but Kano does one on reptile in the earlier in the movie. Yeah, and so Kano rips Reptile's heart out, whatever. And there's a part where Kano looks at Sonya and Cole, and he goes, "Ha, Kano wins." And, that, and if anyone who hasn't played the game, whenever they do the fatality or whatever, the, this big voice would come over and goes, "Kano wins fatality or flawless victory, or whatever." The, yeah, so the, the nods to the game and the Easter eggs can be, I don't know. Yeah, the one I well, do, the one I do like, is when they're training at Raiden's temple. And um, Liu Kang keeps um, doing like a low leg kick 
swipe, like a leg swipe at Kano and keeps knocking him over. And he's like, oh, you what, what, like, you're going to keep just doing that move over and over again? And then he does it again and again. Well, no, like, he does something else and then he like ju- he jumps, but then he punches him instead. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it very, is like, it's it very is... much like how characters would abuse that, um, yeah, that kick. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's how I play the game. I would do that overall. Against you. I'm really going to keep doing that again. I do something else. But the, where I was going with the fatality thing is that the characters would say, look, Kano was like, oh, Kano wins. And then Liu Kang came in when he like threw his, um, his he, one of Kung, Kung Lao's um, fatalities. He, he's got this, um, Kung Lao is a character that has a, um, a hat, like a really long hat, but it's a blade all the way through. And he kind of throws it like Captain America's shield. And he throws it into the ground and keeps spinning, spinning, spinning. And he'll put someone through it like a saw. And it'll split him right in half. And he does that in the movie. And Kung Lao goes, oh, winner, Kung Lao wins with a flawless victory. Mm-hmm. What I, w- I would have liked better, and it probably wouldn't have worked, but this is how I would have liked it, was, you know how we just, I don't know how many podcasts ago it was, when we did Edgar Wright, we talked about Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. You know, when um, Scott would unlock something and the, his voiceover character would come in and be like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Scott's unlocked the power of love or whatever. If they had just brought back the voice, like if when Kung Lao or Kano like go through it and just like cut the thing up, I wouldn't even have cared if that voice came over and goes, Kano wins or like Kung Lao, flawless victory. Like if they just made it a little bit more meta like Scott Pilgrim did. You know, actually bring that up, and actually that'd be a very good point of like making it making this whole movie much more of a meta, yeah, thing, right? Huh? That could actually work too, because it went because you because let's face it, this idea is ridiculous. This entire idea is ridiculous, but by making it meta, you address that. Right, and because I mean, it's kind of it's somewhat meta with the them saying it themselves, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like you're trying to try too hard. It's almost like too cheesy; it doesn't work. If they just made it meta, like a Scott Pilgrim, where they the voiceover comes over, it's unexplainable. If they had just done that and just done that instead, it probably would have worked a little bit better. If they just made this movie a little bit more meta, because you've said this is your words. Kind, I'm I'm choice a little bit. The only successful video game movie we've had is Scott Pilgrim, but Scott Pilgrim is a lot more else. But I know you're not a huge fan of it, but John Wick is like the most successful video game movie. Even though it's not based off a video game, but your point on John Wick 3 where like you're playing all the levels and at a point you're just like so tired and you're just trying to rush through the game and like you're at this boss level it's just repeating itself. Mm-hmm. And so... They could, if they had just, I know it's a video game movie and they haven't been necessarily successful. Remember Warcraft, don't get me started on that. But if they had just made it more towards the Scott Pilgrim way, it maybe probably maybe. would have been a little bit better, a lot better. <sighs> I'm, uh, the, I don't know. I they they bring back the the nineties uh, song. Remix for a they split do. second at the end. They they they, 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 they nailed that part where uh, yes, they did. By, by the end of the movie, it's uh, you know Sub Zero is about to do the finishing blow against Cole, and then you get the real uh, like, Sub Zero f- figures out the connection of Cole to Hanzo Izashi, who we saw at the beginning of the movie, and then all of, and right as soon as he figures it out, 
out of nowhere, Scorpion's blade, a little dagger that he always shoots out of his arm in the games, and he does the line, get over here, and the music hits and everything. Yeah, and my problem with that was it wasn't the typical voice that we get of Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, yeah, we talked about we, the fact that not, wasn't Ed Boon's voice, not the creator of the game. Yeah, not on here, but we've talked about personally, but yeah. No, we talked about it on here. Did we? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, right, for the trailer reactions. But yeah, it's. Um... I mean, go, go ahead and watch it. I'm not telling you not to go and watch it. You may, if you enjoy it, maybe you didn't play the games. Even if you did play the games, you enjoy it. That's fine too. But I just, I don't know. I did not. I, I, I just felt like the stories we've been getting with the more recent games. It, it's just the games, the story has been becoming really, really good. Sometimes their stories are okay. But mm-hmm. just oh man. Oh Katana. Oh, let's talk about the character designs real quick. Just because games and movies. Katana's Katana's design, not in this game. Or I'm sorry, uh Melina. 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 Mel- yeah, Melina, who is in the games a copy of the character Katana, who is right. in the games as well. Um she Katana doesn't make an appearance, but Melina does. It doesn't make sense, but you know, it's, it yeah. looks bad. The only character who really had a great design and like was accurate to the comics and looked good was Cabal. And I said that too when we were like we're live watching it. I'm like Cabal doesn't look that bad. He's actually pretty, like probably the most accurate character, and you you agreed with me. You're like, yeah, no, Cabal's not bad. Yes, Cabal. Yes, Cabal in the games and this looks very much the same. And Cabal's like their version of just for reference. Cabal's like an all black. He's like, he looks like Darth Vader, but he he moves like the Flash. Mm-hmm. That that's pretty much the character of Cabal. Yeah. Um, and he also knows Kano because they work together, being uh, criminals before. Ooh, yeah, they're not. I guess not really mercenaries. They're kind of mercenaries, but Kano more. No, than... no, they're much more. It's much more of that. The Black Dragon is an organization. Is a crime organization. That's why. Yeah, they're right. gang. Right, they're a gang. Um. Who else looked? Gor- I mean, Goro didn't look bad. It's just he kind of got disrespect because Goro's supposed to be the most fearful character. I mean, he's the champion of more. Oh, he's yeah. Okay, so he's the champion of Mortal Kombat. Here's the greatest thing: they the whole movie and the trailers leads you up to believe this big <laughs> tournament is gonna come up. Like, oh, we gotta prepare for the tournament. We gotta do this for the tournament. We gotta do this for the tournament. We don't even get the tournament in this movie. Doesn't happen. There's the final battle between Sub Zero, Scorpion, and Cole isn't an octagon for MMA, but there's no goddamn tournament. Is what if you had just done the tournament in the movie, I would have been 100 percent fine with it. We don't yes. even have a tournament. No, it, what, we, I mean, like like they do do fight scenes and like they do fight each other. Yeah, yeah, that's one. fine. And they're but, like they fight one on one, but like it's just like a thing of like you know the bad guys show up. They all kind of do like this slow maneuvering thing, maybe like you know, one and they they all kind of divide, you know, amongst themselves. Yeah, they just fight normal, and then that's the end of it. There's like at no point is it like, oh, they won Mortal Kombat or anything. No, like no one ever actually sanctions any fights or anything. <clears throat> well, the it best part about happens. it is, yeah, the best part. So like the whole thing was is Shang Tsung and Raiden are like trying to pick their fighters and get this whole thing ready. And Shang Tsung's like, let's take out their let, let's let's weaken them or whatever. I don't even care. 
I don't even know what the hell it was all about. Is so by the time spoiler by the end of the movie, Sonya gets her birthmark by killing Kano, and you know we've we've killed everybody on the other side at this point. There's like no bad character. There's a lot of Mortal Kombat has an abundance of characters. Yes, from the some end, yeah. some reoccur a lot more than others. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you know Reptile's a big one. Kano's a big one. Goro's pretty big. Um. Yeah, so go, but uh, go on. So, but anyway, so by the end of the movie, you know, Raiden shakes him. This isn't over. Whatever. At the end of the movie, like now, now we've killed half the cast of the other side. Like now for this tournament, we're gonna bring in a. If they do do another one, and they do and the second one, they do do the tournament. Unless they skip it completely, which they very well might. We might never get a tournament. This if they do do the tournament. We're gonna have to have a whole new cast of characters in the tournament, besides I, the good guys. Besides I, the good guys, I think except for Kung Lao. A, A, um, B, uh, is in the new stuff. The guy who played Sub Zero already signed on to do like three more of these movies. Oh, if they that, get okay. that poor soul. Um. Anyway, I let, honestly, I just want to say one thing. I know there's different people who play Sub Zero, like or different characters as Sub Zero. I like yeah. Sub Zero better when he's a good guy. Yeah, well, yeah, you, uh, yeah, he, it, which, yeah, that's a different Sub Zero. Anyway, um, no, they, they, uh, what's it? Where, where's I going with this? He signed oh, on for three I, more. He signed on for three more, but also I think in general they did find a way around that. They're going to bring the characters back. Those characters that are dead, they're going to find, they're going to bring them back because we do see, um, like this, like kind of blackish, weirdish smoke surround each one of their bodies after they've been beaten. And it just absorbs them and they disappear. What that leads me to believe is that Shang Tsung, who in the games is known for it and would make sense if they continued with it because he's magic and stuff, that he just yeah. brings back from the dead. Well, who was. Um, at least some of them. At least a couple of them. In the game, who was it? Um... I thought for sure that like there's, this movie was going to have an end credit scene. It doesn't. I yeah. thought for sure the end credit scene was going to be that Kano gets his robotic eye. Well, he gets scarred up by reptile. Yeah, he gets scarred up. But on, that was it. Yeah, he gets he gets scars on his uh, on where on the eye that would be metal. Mm-hmm. Quan Chi, I think, is the guy who brings people back from the dead. Quan Chi and Shang Tsung can. And Shinnok. Shinnok was the big guy from the last few games. Yeah, Shinnok was the one that was making the undead army. Yes, they they yeah. yeah they all have they, it's all magic. They all know how to do stuff like this. Anyway, yeah, this uh, Mortal Kombat universe it's gonna be something. If it this actually it does look like it's gonna be something a thing. There's this people mo- that have come out and said they really liked it, and it's just yes. a fun movie. It was just fine. If they come out and people say like, "Oh, it's a fun movie, I enjoyed it," that's fine. If you enjoyed it, that's all power to you. That's completely fine. I'm not going to knock you for it, but I, me and you both think this movie is complete garbage, but I, yes, but it was, it was almost like a fantastic four. A little bit. Um, That was a fun theater experience. Yeah. No, um, I think this movie, this movie is going to get at least a sequel from the looks of it. And that's Um, fine, I guess. Because it, it was done on cheap. Uh, comparatively, like fifty million dollars. I will say that the they stuff made it. 
the special effects actually didn't look that bad. No, they didn't look bad. They really didn't. No. So, and like I said, so fifty million dollars they made this movie for, and then you count for the fact that like this movie <laughs> broke the records for HBO Max subscriptions. Um, because did it? One, yes, it did. It broke. Yes, it broke records. Oh wow! So, yeah, it's we're not done with Mortal Kombat, and that's fine. I mean, whatever. I mean, I I like the characters. I like the story. I'll probably watch the second one, you know. But uh... <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, I did see another movie real quick. Let's tie this real quick before we go. Okay. Um, I watched the greatest version of Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the yeah. 1997 sequel to the 94 movie, the original Mortal Kombat movie. It's complete garbage. It's the greatest thing in the world to watch. It, oh, like, if yeah. you, like if you want to just watch a really bad movie, this is the ticket. Because, oh my God. It, it, uh, Do you it know something for your soul? Do you know Cameron Diaz was supposed to be Cameron uh, Sonya Blade at some point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think she yeah, would have well, been she, she would have been in the... Yeah, that was the first movie. That's yeah. when we had money. This is the second movie. The movie didn't. Yeah. Um, at one point in the sequel, uh, the big bad is uh, in the game and, and everything else. His, his name is Shao Kahn uh, and Liu Kang, who we've been talking about. Uh, they turn into dragons. Yeah, they, I mean, and this is 1997 uh, special effects CGI computer graphics. I want you to think about how bad that looked. Oh, I I know how bad it looked. Oh, it it's it does. I, I, look I haven't. Good. I actually, I'll be honest with you. I haven't. I the only movies, the parts of those movies I've seen has been on YouTube. But I just it. It's I, like, like I said, that, like here's the thing, is that this is like the you know this movie that we just saw was bad, but like Mortal Kombat Annihilation is the funny bad, like that funny funny bad where you're like, oh my god, this is great, like Fantastic Four effect. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I whatever. I don't know. I guess that that I I mean I'm not like I said I don't care if people like it. I really don't. <laughs> but it I, to me. If you come and like, oh, you seen the new Mortal Kombat movie? I'm gonna say, yeah, it was dog shit, but it's just. <laughs> and if they defend it, that's fine. Uh... So I think that's. I think that's Mortal about Kombat. it. Yeah. Mortal yeah. Kombat. Dun, 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 I'm trying dun, to think. Dun. Did you? See any trailers you think you like this come out that you saw recently? Uh, no, but there's the West Side Story trailer. I have not watched, but we I need to, and we'll, we can get to that you another need day. To, you need to see the original because you're Mr. Musical. I do. And I'm really shocked when you said you hadn't seen West Side Story. I'm like, really? Like yeah. That's one of the most famous musicals out there, and I was shocked that you said you hadn't seen it. I, 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 don't, I don't watch a lot of musicals. But I've seen West Side Story. I just bought it recently. I bought the 60th anniversary edition or something like that. Nope. I still need to. That'll be for another day, though. That's fine. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't think I saw a couple trailers, but you know what? When you're this deep in, I don't. I can't really think of call some of them. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, um, next week is... What the hell is next week? We don't know. Free week. 
that's a, yeah, that's free week. Free week. It'll be a free week. Me and Drew will probably just talk. We'll no, figure out what we're we'll, doing. No agenda. We're just gonna talk about stuff that we've seen, stuff that we like. We're gonna try something new next. No, week. no, we're not. We're gonna figure out <laughs> the topic. Don't worry, he, it, folks. He's just had a few things to drink and li- watch Joe Rogan. Tell yes, about him. yes, I have. And then uh, after next week, we're doing our director of the month, Kevin Smith. Ah. Which I do my main goal before we start that is to watch Chasing Amy again. Because I, need to, I don't need to rewatch any of these movies, but I might. You because. don't, but I do want to really want to watch Chasing <laughs> Amy again, just because it's been a long time since I've seen it. So I, next week, if you guys haven't been watching, try and, I know they're hard to find. They really, really are. Um, I do have to Some watch of these Red movies State. are hard to find. Other Some of them are hard to find. Yeah. Other ones are on um, HBO Max, and I think a couple are on Netflix. Which Which ones? Just, just so people, just so the void knows what the word. Um, HBO Max has Clerks. I know that for sure. His first movie. Um, I think I know Amazon Prime actually has Zach Mary makes a porno, which is one of his lesser known movies. I didn't know he made that. I haven't seen that one. You, yeah, you should see which, it. Which one is that on? Amazon Prime. Was Amazon it again? Prime? Um, Zach and Mary make a porno. Zach and Mary. Yes. Okay. And the other ones I'd have to look again, but I know that there's a oh he oh, cop out of all things his studio movie the one he ever made was uh is on Netflix as well. Is cop out on Netflix? Yes, that one is. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and and chasing Amy is also on HBO. Oh, is it? Oh, good. Yes, it is. So there's a few. All right. Well, it's good to know. Um, all right. So join us in next week. We'll find it an agenda. And um, if we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. See you down the road. See you down the road. <laughs>